Yeah, yeah, boy. Ah, somebody come. What it does, what is popping, what is cracking, lacking, everybody. My name is Thunderstorm C. Whoa. My name is... Um, Hurricane Notion. Hurricane Notion, thank you. Oh, you that can was be. Good. I don't even know how... Tropical Cyclone know. Dan, Tropical Cyclone Dan. Tropical Cyclone Dan. How well, good that? You guys are creative as hell, and welcome to episode 131 of Bad Habits of Podcast. We... <laughs> in the building. I wasn't expecting weather references right off the bat. That's pretty yeah. quick, man. Look, I didn't uh, didn't really prepare you guys for you, it. You don't play. You don't play. I don't play. Yeah, this is hot on the heels of uh, our mates in Vermont getting fucking shat on uh, last mm. week. But they came through. They rallied. And they're going to be stronger than ever. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. We already mentioned that because no sh- uh, and it was mentioned in earlier that there's the, looks like some storms are brewing. In Toronto, mm-hmm. and there's a, couple. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's a couple. Well, you know, just like flash storms, nothing too crazy, mate. So don't okay. get too excited. Oh, shit. No, I understood. Wow. Understood. I went and fucked yep. up the whole yep. fucking thing here. Oh, boo! Look wow. what I did. Wow. Oh, I do it while boo. we're live. As it's like you move the mouse and the whole shit. Oh, fuck, oh, bitch. Oh, fuck, yeah, mate. Down a little bit. Right. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it bigger. There you go. Oh, now it's too sorry. big. No, now it's too big. I just do it out, and I got to bring it down. Oh, fuck. Say that. This is crazy. There Anyways, it is. Um, what's going on, cunts? Uh, big week. I know Dan. You had a. Uh, you had a, fucking had a solid one weekend, mate. Yeah, yeah. Where do I start? Here we go. So, actually, you know, I'm going to start with the car rental. That's it. That was that was the whole thing. Oh, I so love I went to essentially I went to Montreal and back within 48 hours to watch Drake and then Boom. see some people and come back. Exhausted. And yeah, it was quite tiring, but I'm okay now. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good. But uh, this is how it started. So. I rented a car. It was be at five thirty on Friday. It was like Queen, yeah, on Friday. It was like Queen Street East. So it was pretty local actually. It was like only 10, 15 minutes for me to get to. But I was a little late, you know. But like it wasn't that deep. And it shouldn't matter. I, yeah, I'm it wasn't that matter. It was a Toro, and like the guy, like usually people don't care. So I got there, and then I got get to the address, and it's like this massive apartment complex, and I'm just like, okay, like where do people keep cars here? So I'm just walking around, don't see any car on the street, even next to it. There was like a, a Hyundai garage as well, right next to it as well. So I was like, it wouldn't be in here. The Hyundai wouldn't let them keep the cars here. Right. So there's like no clue where the car was. And then I started messaging the guy after like 10 minutes, like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, I booked the car, but like, it's not here. And then the guy didn't get back to me for like another 10 minutes or something. So I was just mm. like roaming, trying to get inside the building. And the guy messaged me earlier saying it's in a lockbox. And I was like, bro, like, isn't, the lockbox isn't just going to appear. Like, I don't know where yeah. this lockbox even is. So then eventually got back to me like 10 minutes later, like, oh, the car's at this park, which granted is only like two minutes walk, but I'm like, how am I meant to know? Like, is that a fucking park? So I wasted like 20 minutes right. to like 20, 25 minutes of looking for this car. But I found it was a great car, by the way. Uh, so it, it was out. a Volks- Volkswagen Jetta, and the fuel Ooh, is killer, incredible. Like I got to Montreal without having to fill up, and I didn't even leave on a full tank. I left on wow. like seven eighths, and it, it gave me about six hundred kilometers before I had to fuel up. Amazing. It was 
so good. I could not believe it. And then when I was in Montreal, I only filled up like $20 and it gave me almost half tank. So I was pretty happy with that. That's cool. And uh, so that, that was the whole thing. But it, it was fine eventually. We got there. I met, uh, met a few friends. Stayed at a friend's crib. It was good seeing people. It was nice. I didn't think I'd be so excited to be back in Montreal, but it was like super, super excited. And like it, it was sick. I, I was glad to be down on vacation, obviously. It was a different vibe when you lived there, but it's like mm. I was super happy being there on vacation. I kind of wanted to stay longer. But then when I got back, I was like, oh, okay, like, that was you know, nice. I kind of, kind of, kind of love Toronto. So that's fine. Okay. But like, but like, it was, it was sick seeing people. It was good uh, going around my old area, my old neighborhood, and shit. Seeing those people, it was great. How and was then, um, uh, Park? Sorry on. to cut you off there. I'm just curious because we're going back next month, and I'm, I'm yes. looking forward to feeling the same way. How was um mm-hmm. the old? For people who don't know, Dan and I, we lived in the same area, uh, area called Myland in uh, in Montreal. How is it basically the same shit? Everything, nothing's changed uh yeah yeah nothing had changed to my knowledge I, I was only like in the area that we lived in before very briefly but nothing has changed majorly okay and it's even, even so. yeah even so if something was to start we know that in montreal it wouldn't finish until probably what <laughs> 20 2030 so. <laughs> yeah so it's like uh nothing has really changed it's all it all looks pretty lit still so it's nice dope and uh then we slept because we arrived at like one a.m. We we went out a little bit around Brodery and then we went back to the crib, slept, and then it was the day for Drake. But obviously the show started at seven, so we had like about ten hours to go see a bunch of people, drive around Montreal, see bad different people, and that was fun. It was a it was a lot of driving, a lot of seeing people, but it was really nice. It was great, and then came to Drake. We had pre-drinks. We we all got to the stadium. And it was at the, so it turns out it, it got moved. It wasn't at the Laval Bell Center. It was at the Bell Center at Plasters Arts, which was really good because. Not the, the main like, one? I think that's the main one. I don't know because I know there's one in Laval. Which yeah, that's, the, that's Plas Bell. One. That's Plas Bell. And then there's Bell Center. Because I got So we went Bell Center. Too. Yeah, word. That makes sense. Why would Drake yeah. be? Because the other one's small. The other one's like 10,000 people. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, um, the Canadian yeah, was... Correct, exactly right. It's where the Canadian Montreal Canadiens play um, Montreal when Canadians. the Raptors come and do an exhibition game. Exhibition Basically, game. every exactly every major concert I've seen in Montreal was uh, was there for sure. I saw Russ mm. at the Place Belt, which is a trip because it's just off the island. But that was the only one. I just I feel like they've been doing more and more stuff out there because it's a cool spot. The Place Belt is obviously is newer and stuff, but Bell Center is fucking dope. It's like tw- must be twenty thousand people, I guess. It looked like more because maybe I know, the stadium looked huge. Let me, I can actually let me just Google the capacity. You know actually. what? They were in the round, wasn't he? Wasn't the sort of stadium? Was it in the round or did it have like a normal stage? No, no, no. It was like stage was the middle, and then everyone else was around. Right, which means no seating was excluded. Essentially, yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. No seating was excluded at all. That's the best. Uh, let me see. Well, Center Montreal capacity. capacity. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Oh yeah, twenty one k. Twenty one, yeah. Usually those stadiums are around twenty ish. Um, but okay, sick. it was good. So we got there. and There was no issue with tickets. It was busy, but it was like we just made our way in straight away, no waiting. But like it was lit. We didn't miss any to open or anything. So uh, who essentially opened? we got there. Yeah. Uh, Skilly, ba- Skilly Bang opened the Caribbean guy uh, okay. who has the song with uh, Nicki Minaj, Crocodile Teeth. Okay. Uh, Don't know. He opened. Uh, and he was like, he'd had like a massive DJ set, and I think he performed one of his songs as well, which was cool. And then 
Yeah, I can't. It wasn't even that long. Like Drake came at like what nine fifteen or something. Okay. So it was like probably like an hour of opener, and then probably like a fifteen to twenty minute wait until Drake actually came on. So okay. it actually wasn't that bad at all. No one really fucked around, and uh, yeah, it was it was beyond like any expectation I could have even had for a concert. Like it was easily the best concert I've ever been to. It was so good. Like yeah. it it was. I, I couldn't believe how good it was. Like, it was so fucking good. Like, and he he came on and he started with some, like, slow jams and shit. So he started off with, like, look what you've done. No, mm-hmm. look what you've done. It's not really a slow jam, actually. So, like, essentially, you know, he, he had that fucking, the fake Drake, uh, the young Drake on stage with him. Yes. He he was there. and he had So it's a dude, book. right? It's not this hologram everyone's talking it's about real, or a deep It's an actual guy. Okay, yeah, it's natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but he's like this young like, job, university. Mate. But like, he's not even like famous. He's just just a guy who looks like Drake. That's all it is. He doesn't and even he goes to university. Like... The thing is, they use um, uh, not the deep fake stuff, but the, it kind of is the on. They project like that onto filter. the screen for mm. cunts. Yeah, it's like a filter for the face because he doesn't. I, I saw a little thing breaking it down because it was AI experts saying, "Is this for real?" Because I've been thinking about it since they saw it. So it was kind of like it's a real person, but they kind of altered it a little bit kind of like how they can do like aging on fucking actors oh like movies. de-aging and shit yeah yeah it's the same okay. shit okay i get you i get you i get you right. so it was that kid on the sofa on the stage of drake handed him a book that he just starts rapping his verse on look what you've done and then the kid goes whatever under the stage whatever and then he starts singing marvin's room and then he does the song with timberland say something uh and say something was cool because it was like a He'd done like an R&B version of it as opposed to him like rapping and he was like singing it, which mm. is super cool. But like the first four, I got the set list here actually, but like the first four songs were like kind of cut short so because he was like just getting right into it. And then like the whole stadium went crazy when it was like, he'd done the Can I, the song with Beyonce. Oh, he done that song. Strength. Yeah, banger. Yeah, banger. Absolutely banger. And then he started going to more like more modern tunes. He'd done Phil No Ways, uh, Jaded, uh, but that was more like a, I don't know if it was like new Drake because it was like 2016, 17 them kind of tunes and then he done uh, like proper old stuff stuff I wouldn't listen to now because it's kind of corny but it was like he done uh, Headlines, The Motto, Hell Yeah Fucking Right, Started From mm. The Bottom all them songs and he started going back into Energy and Energy was sick, Know Yourself was sick and then yeah, so this is when he was like proper doing like the the whole middle part was like proper rapping like it was sick. energy non-stop know yourself sicko mode uh way too sexy back outside boys jumbo shit popping like all them kind of tunes and then it started getting more r&b slow jam kind of shit so it was like laugh now cry later god's plan child's play wait for you in my feelings like it it was like so good like the whole thing the whole, and the thing is the the stadium was going crazy as well Mm-hmm. so it was like no one was like too cool to just like be jumping around and shit it was so good like it, it, the stadium was like everyone was stood up like I was sat in the 300s but we could see everything and like everyone around us like no one was sat everyone just stood up as if we had floor seats like it was so That's good sick. love that so and then he starts doing stuff like uh, nice for what controller uh, what else he needed too good find your love fountains work one dance all them tunes mm-hmm. and then he does the stuff off the the house album so he done sticky 
calling my name and massive. Hell yeah. Which were like, did that go actually off? went off. Yeah. 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 It went yeah. Off. It was massive would have been Jump fucking biggies. Yeah. It would have been like, woo. Yeah. Be a jump that on was so good. It was <laughs> so good. And then he done the new uh, search and rescue tune with uh, Kim Kardashian and shit. So that was a, uh, like that was Drake's really good. Solo set from what I saw, like he had that solo set and then it was 21. And then he had the 20, essentially it was meant to be 21 coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a, like oh, during this whole set. Okay. Yeah. I know what happened. Yeah, yeah. So during, during like the set, he like kind of went off stage a little bit, got like changed costume and then came back on. Okay. And, uh, but it was, he was never off stage for more than like five to 10 minutes or whatever. And then I'm trying to figure out what else he done, but he was sick. He like bare shit coming on, on the projectors and like on the TV screens, they like, they had this random interlude with the Drake looking like in a bed, watching stuff like um, I don't remember the first show. Like it wasn't Adam's Family. It was just some random, random comedy from like the eighties or something. Then then he, we saw the fucking Fresh Prince intro come on, mm. and it was it was super random. And then that ha- that happened, and he came back out on side performing again. And then uh, I'm trying to figure what other funny shit he done because he was just like proper performing and like a bear shit flying around the room. Like the fucking balloons and the shape of fucking semen is <laughs> coming around, and then the fucking uh, why what was else it? He had? Why was the semen yeah. shaped balloons? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then wow. he had what was it? Um, was it going in the? Sorry, let's not jump off the semen yet. Where, <laughs> I'm gonna, where's I'm gonna try and find a picture? Please, where's the semen? Uh, is it just on stage, or were they like bouncing around the crowd, or was it like something on no, the screen? No, so there was a bunch of stuff floating around near us to the stage, but obviously it was above Drake, and like they had a bunch. It was just all inflatable shit, and one was in the shape of like death. One was in the shape of a random woman. Like when Way Too Sexy came on, it was like a half naked woman, but it was like a blow up doll, a massive blow up doll. Okay, okay, I heard about and, this. Uh, let me see if I can find the sperm balloon. Oh yeah, here yeah. we go, I found it. And where do we get one? Where yeah. do our viewers and Where get do we get one? That that is true. That because that's to, the question that's that the everyone question. wants to know, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Where's the Spooge balloon? Oh, Spooge balloon could be a good episode name. That's a good one. There you go. Drake Spooge balloon. There you go. I texted to you. All right. Do you think you would? You'll see what I mean. Okay, I'm just writing Spooge Balloon down. Oh my god, that's dead ass. All right, I'm going to have to show this screen now. actual. <laughs> oh, wow. So good. That's fucked. Zoom in wow. and show everyone, Steve. Easy. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Look at that. So Dick Balloon's at what? Party party house? Party or us? What's party called? City. Party City. Let's go. Seaman right. Balloon. So I uh, use the code bad habits for your Spooge Balloon at uh, partycity.ca. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, get your logo right. Get fifteen percent off. Yeah, exactly. Get the TMF logo and the Spooge balloon. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking oh, Christ! So much. Okay, and so then, we just uh, had like it was a lot. You could the uh, production value was high. It was high. Oh. It was high, and he had the massive statue of Virgil uh, thrown uh, oh, paper emblem. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He had that as well, which was sick. And then obviously Tony One was meant to come, but obviously uh-huh. he, he can't. He can't come to Canada. And then. We waited like 10 minutes and everyone was just wondering who's he going to bring out because the day, on the first day you brought out J. Cole and everyone was like, oh, but if it's not J. Cole, then who can you really bring out that's better? Like, I'm even thinking now, it's like, I feel like every single person other than maybe Kanye West would have been a disappointment. Like, I don't yeah. even know 
who would have gone off like that. Like, like Future would have been good, but it wouldn't have been that good. Because I think J. Cole's more of like the shock factor of like, what the hell was he doing Yeah, in Canada right now? Like, But then eventually he brought out J. Cole, which was sick. Because was in my head, it was either J. Cole or nothing. So then he brought out J. Cole. And he performed, uh, he literally walked down to the stage, said nothing. And then he got to the stage, everyone started getting quiet. And he just goes, let's go. And then he starts mm-hmm. rapping Middle Child. Hell yeah. And then that was sick. And then he done uh, Wet Dreams. He done... Uh, Good choice. Oh, what's the tune that he says, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil? Oh, um, one time from LA uh, Sisters. No, no role models. No role models. No role yeah. models. So he done that. What else did he do? He done a few other songs. And then... While he was like rapping and shit, Drake so, randomly came on stage with him. Okay, so Cole was by himself because he was replacing yeah. Twenty One. Okay, this 21. makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and like he was rapping on this uh, on stage by himself, and then Drake came on with him, and then they started speaking to each other. Drake asked about a new album, asked if he can be on it, and then J Cole was kind of just avoiding the question and shit. Mm-hmm. But it was sick. Like it was like the perfect guest who could have possibly came out. You know, it, it was just so good. Like, I like, want to give some context for that, just for the, and I want to keep hearing about it because I told you this, mm-hmm. and I think why he might have brought J Cole specifically from Montreal was that when, I want to say like twenty, it was the the Forest Hills tour. So I guess I I don't know if that was twenty fourteen or fifteen, maybe it was fifteen or whatever. But Cole was doing like a North American tour at least. It could have been Europe, but it was the one where he had the the roof of the house was the stage, and he would sit on the roof and stuff. So they were supposed to come to Montreal and then they something happened at the border and they got knocked back. I don't know if it was like they didn't have the paperwork right for the um for the you know the set and the stage and blah blah blah. So um Montreal the show got can't postponed. So it was right at the so he did all the rest of the tour and then it was like two weeks after the tour had finished or something like that where they could probably secure a date at the Bell Center again. And then he the whole show, someone threw up a Habs jersey. And I'm pretty sure it was a custom Habs jersey on stage. He wore the Habs jersey and was like, Montreal, I'm going to do the whole album. And he did the whole 2014 Forest Hill Drive um, in full for the crowd. And it was the closest I've ever been to, like, like, I get emotional, but I don't, like, fucking, actually, I was, like, this close to, like, letting it rip just because it was the most beautiful, organic, real thing. I'm, like, he's the realest motherfucker ever. We, I saw him in, you know, me and Nosh saw him back in in 2011 at South By. Um, in this real like hard to get into show with like I don't know five hundred people maybe less, probably two hundred from a panel too. There's a, there's at a the panel, panel yeah, when he had the shaved head back in the day. Um, him and who else was it? it was Troy Carter from oh, was that the that show? One? No, Troy Carter's oh. a bit Lady Gaga's manager, and he was he's like a dude at Spotify now, like a business guy. But maybe I'm confusing. We went to his uh, interview. I thought he was on the panel with um. Melanie, Fiona no, was that's what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, sweet. So we saw him back then. So we and I, I we've been to Cole a long time. So that was just such a beautiful show. So my guess was mm. such Montreal has the best crowds. Like you know, going to more shows here in Toronto and around here now, Montreal crowds are just better. They're just more passionate. I don't know what it is. They just really they give a fuck. It yeah, they're like it's a lifestyle city, right? Like people, are it's just a lot. Li- yeah, they're more unapologetic, you know. They're just like, and yeah. they're not like you said, Dan. You actually said it really well. Like they weren't. No one was too cool. I've never been to a show in Montreal where anybody was too cool for anything at any time. Like, mm-hmm. but I've been to Toronto shows where Mans was like, like mad staunch, just mm-hmm. you know, like at shows we've all paid money to be there for. Me and Nosh have copped that a lot as performers, where like Mans just you know crossing their arms, staring at the stage. 
the worst for energy but you just don't see that at um it shows in montreal so i just think jake hill has like a bit of an affinity with montreal and and, and drake maybe asked him because he knew that or he said hey 21 Connie, he called some people maybe he just worked out so that was my theory why it was like mm. such a perfect fit um uh, for that city and obviously they'd worked together mm. before and blah 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 so players want to say that keep uh keep going I that, makes that. Sense. that makes sense there. yeah it's sick it, like i said it's probably probably the perfect person to have come out like legit but uh then after jco went in he finished his set then he done i think he done so yeah here we go his set let's see we got he done knife talk he done all the songs with 21 savage on it but so he done knife part. talk just no well he essentially because the crowd is like going off he was like just make sure we he he done the whole song and then the crowd has to do 21's part okay but it was so awesome. good because it was literally like you couldn't even hear yourself think how loud everyone was still rapping 21 verse it's like obviously 21's verse isn't like you'd assume when you listen to a drake album there's that and then when you assume you listen to a drake album with 21 you, you you're only really there for the drake verses like right you're not, not there for the 21 verses but like everyone knew all this shit Mm. So sick. So he'd done Knife Talk, On BS, Spin About You, Jimmy Cooks, and he ended with Rich Flex. And Dope. like this song, uh, 21, Can You Do Something For Me, that tune. Uh, so, okay. so good. And then um, he was walking off and then he was like, oh, we're over the time, but you know what, let me do one more. Then he he done Legend, uh, nice. the song of... Um, uh, also, if you're reading this, if you're reading this, too late. Yeah, it's the first song. Yeah, and then that was meant to be the last one. Then I think he done one more and he done Jungle. Nice. All right, Melanie. Melanie's looking at me like no, but then she says she's not too sure. I think he done Jungle. When was Jungle? I I recall. Oh, maybe hmm, I recall seeing like a, a a screenshot of the fucking um, what's it called? The uh, set list, set list and stuff. And I remember seeing both of those particular songs on there so i don't think yeah. you're wrong Mm-mm-mm. okay but yeah it was just like said beyond expectations it was so good i'd, I'd pay i'd pay 300 dollars for that like happily would that was so good was that i'm very happy to hear that and i was saying tiff and i were saying we were really happy that you got to experience that sort of a show because i feel like you know me and Nosh obviously been here quite a while and we've been to a lot of shows and you get that kind of thing in in cities like toronto where you get the the special guest um, I know you started in Montreal, but in Canada, at least, I know you haven't been to like a shit ton of shows. North American thing, right? Yeah. In North, in Australia, we never yeah. would get that growing up. Like you would never just be all of a sudden they're bringing someone out, but you'd see online that like, oh, so-and-so performed and they brought out boom. And like, fuck man, like we never get that shit. So even in yeah. Canada, we get it much rare, much more rare than they do in the States. If you got a show in New York, well, it's like, if they don't bring somebody out, like it's weird. You're kind of disappointed, right? Yeah. Basically. So you got a really good one. Like you got, obviously Drake is like basically been your fave from time. So like you got to see your fave guy at like, like what sounds like he's probably coolest show yet as far as the set, um, you know, in the round with the, the other actors and like, you know, the bedroom set and the couch set and the fucking giant spooge balloons and the fucking, oh, you know, and then bringing out Cole. Like that's a fucking... Mate, that's a sick experience, dude. Like you value really for do. money, right? There. So yeah, yeah, literally. And like he, when when both like when he came out, when Drake came out, he came out through the crowd. So it was just like it was almost like a boxing walkout, and he just like oh, walked sick. up through the crowd, was looking cool, just didn't even say anything. We're dapping up random people and shit. It was sick. 
And then uh, man of the people. I bet yeah. they didn't want their hands. Like that yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And then the same for J Cole as well. He came from the crowd as well. He didn't just randomly come on stage. He both came from Very the crowd. Very cool. So yeah, it was honestly ten out of ten. It was so good, man. Fuck yeah, man. So if cancer, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know if anyone you know maybe heard that and they're like, "Fuck, I want to go see Drake." I wonder what. I still didn't even remember hearing what's happening with the Toronto shows. It's something to do with like OVO Fest, but apparently they're not doing OVO Fest during the normal time that it's meant to be. Usually it's Usually in it's August, apparently. First weekend of August, but, same as Caravan and stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say it fucks with Caravan. I want to keep it separate. When you go on the OVO Fest website, the tickets are. Uh, in October, and the tickets are titled "It's All a Blur Tour." Mm, so let's take a look. I don't know what uh, the actual thing is with that. Huh. Okay. Well, okay. If I'm looking on Ticket My, if I search for OVO Fest 2023, the sponsored link that comes up is Ticketmaster for Drake tickets. For mm-hmm. um. Oh, it says no events available in selected area. Interesting. Interesting. So then, I thought I just it brought it up. Okay. So maybe there is. Um, what the? F- oh, hang on. Wait a second. No. So he's just got like nonstop like uh, touring the whole way. I did see October something. Let's see if it's pulling it up now. Uh, October 9th, Okay. Oh, then they're just what? So maybe they're not on sale yet. Oh, here we go. October fifth and seventh at Scotiabank. And it's just called Drake. Uh, it's all the Blur tour. Mm. And they're calling it international. What the fuck is your problem? Okay. So I well, don't know what they're actually doing. You know? Whoa! It's five hundred dollars for three hundreds. Yeah, I think they're they're resale tickets now. Oh, these are all resales. Okay, available I mean, verified resale. So then you just probably just got to choose like available. Um, not retail. I don't want to see the motherfucking retail shit. Damn, that's fucking crazy, man. Fucker. Um, so okay, shit's expensive as a cunt then. So um, all right. Well, that's great. So you might be able to get tickets if you're willing to pay the resale and shit. But yeah, true. Hell yeah. Alrighty, yeah. love it. Good update. Incredible. Mate. Yeah, man. Just say, can we look at even look at other event tickets? They they got um, what's it? Wu Tang are coming with Nas. Did you know that? Yeah, they were doing some sort of European tour. I think they were doing like albums in full or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know. What what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's worth seeing Wu Tang and Nas now in 2023? If you've never seen them before, do it. Like, I've seen Nas, I've seen Wu like multiple times, and there's always different members there because they can't get everyone at once. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I don't have a particular interest in that right now. I would, if I'm going to go see a show, I would rather see something like the Beyonce or Drake stuff where it's a, an event, a bit of a spectacle, something yeah. that's like, whoa, fucking, how do they do that? If I see someone on stage with a microphone and a DJ, I'm, which is not necessarily what they're going to do, but probably is. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm not like excited about that. But if you can get tickets for a reasonable price, uh-huh. yeah. True, 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 true. When is that? I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Let me see. It must be this uh, somewhere, maybe. Um, Let's have a look. Sounds like you're in New York, Dan. Big Popo. I am in New York. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Uh, they're coming in September. September. Okay. Oh, 
Whoa, whoa, muting Mike right now. That is just all sorts of shenanigans going on up in there. Just turned the uh, on the black, we call it. Oh. Oh, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Good shit. Yeah, good shit, man. Love good it. Good shit. Great update. Happy had a good time. Fuck yeah. Shouts to Drizzly and Jermaine. Oh, shouts. and our friend was saying that she, uh, who was here for the weekend, was saying that she went to university in North Carolina with J. Cole, and she did a group assignment with him, and he didn't do his part, so she never liked J. Cole. <laughs> Isn't Amazing. That crazy? We thought she was kind of bullshitting, and then she was like, no, no, serious. And she just seemed sort of so, like, unimpressed. And it's like, like I this... know Jermaine. <laughs> Imagine uh, having beef nothing. with someone. Sorry, exactly. I don't, don't want to assume her accent, but that was pretty No, bad. she's uh, she's from Long Beach, so she speaks, like, oh, this standing. Okay. Yeah, but not like Ray J. Hey, cuz. Hey, cuz. Like, <laughs> She's not a gangbanger. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard Vince Staples? No, who is it? Oh, hey, it's Kurt. like Vince Staples yeah. does it, and he does the Ray J accent, because Ray J's from there, too. Sounds like Snoop when he puts on his, like, you know, I'm a gangbanger. Yeah, the it's Nipsey like Hussle the game, one. The game does it sometimes. Yeah. Nipsey also, they all put on that. Yeah. And they, like, over-pronounce hey, their R's. Hey, like, yeah, they're so funny. Man. Hard R's. <laughs> <laughs> all right notice how you've been what's cracking what's news what's the news for the people then oh fuck i'm all right mate um what have i been doing just kicking ass taking names uh lots of momentum by kicking goals kicking goals yeah kicking goals kicking goals and fucking cunts in the ass really, <laughs> <laughs> fucking beat is that the episode <laughs> name no i don't okay. think so I'll be okay, okay. Yeah. In the, in we'll can. stick to drink spooge balloon okay Spooge balloon is way more of a ring to it. Than gotcha. The drivel is coming out of my mouth, mate. So, um, mountain bike episodes. I had a new um, content idea for Notion MTB, and I've been exercising that and executing that. So, just um, lots more videos coming, and I found a way to use some content that I was kind of like not wasting, but only using for one thing. So, um, made a whole new, like a mid-length, long-form platform for. Uh, you know for youtube so they're not like you know sometimes we don't want to watch 15 minute videos they want like three to six minutes of just absolute un, un uh just bangers uh. like no fluff in the editing like the, the action edits anyway so but i found that my shorter episodes one of my shorter episodes got so many views in 24 hours i was like the most as i've ever got and i was like on what okay. platform on youtube long form and okay. uh my, my six minute episode got the most episode the most views in 24 hours so far and I was like, oh, okay. So then basically when I make a long episode, that's like 10 minutes long, for example, uh, I will I will trim the fat and that'll be like, you know, three to six minutes or something. And so that is what I would send to myself on my phone. Then I'll chop that into small bits for shorts. But what I'm doing now is that, you know, two to six minute highlight reel of trimming the fat from a long episode is just constantly like I could go from like, you know, one to five trails in that in that two minutes but it's just the best of that episode and so i've just uh yeah i called them shorts stories so now they're just uh you know another quick version of content versions of my of my episodes and it's because it's so backlog everything people are going to see it's like looks like brand new so every wednesday another episode coming out so i just passed um uh 600 subscribers up to like 607 right now so small oh, yeah. wins during the week um up Woo. to fucking 380 000 for the channel so yeah just trying to get more content out there i really want to ram 
forward this uh you know public watch time hours before the year is done i want to get mm-hmm. this monetized asap and i'm just like figuring out as much as i can to to push the public watch hours so That's it's great. coming around it's growing you, quicker it's, it's starting to starting to i want it to slingshot because i understand once you get past a certain amount things really ramp up so i think i'm at the beginning of that slingshot um, hockey stick earning hockey stick there you go yeah mm. nice so yeah just been doing that um had a sick ride last week and then i, I banged up my wrist so i'm kind of like i didn't bang it up i just had a really good ride and i jumped off heaps of stuff that it's a little sore i got invited to uh horseshoe valley bike park which is like an hour north of barry um barry barry Ontario. and uh yeah so wednesday i'm gonna go to horseshoe bike park for the second time uh, i went there last year around this time and i literally like an absolute dumb cunt left my gopro on the kitchen table with all the batteries and things so i didn't even Twit. uh film at all but also honestly it's it was a really now. crazy day I, i'm gonna it's gonna be so much better now because i can ride yeah. the whole thing i crashed last time and it was embarrassing but that would have been sick to actually watch it because uh <laughs> quite quite funny but anyway uh going to a bike park on wednesday and i'm gonna wear my full face helmet and look like i'm fucking doing proper downhill so That's i'm cool. gonna be uh yeah healing until wednesday so next week i'm gonna tell you about horseshoe bike park and tell you how sick it was mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i've been making beats and i've just been fucking trying to relax man there's been lots going on this week lots of shit weather and lots of inside time and lots of mountain bike editing so that's pretty mm. much me nice mm. question, question question you see your yes, videos yeah do you, yeah. you should i don't know if you might you might do it already but you should make playlists per location and especially if you're gonna do shorter within like i'm assuming short is like two to five minute videos yeah like maybe you could just do five minutes around this area or or, or like, like a have a series which are dedicated to specific trails or specific locations mm. and, and make different playlists wanna... for each one yeah, playlists a hyper specific. not just yeah. toronto but like don here's this trail and here's all the ones from this oh, one yeah yeah exactly that's what i've been doing on the channel i've actually got that um you know into, i've been adding more playlists on it so whenever i add any more videos i just slot them into the appropriate area is that what you mean uh, yes, I think that's what he's saying, but I, th- I think yes. um, he might even be saying more of uh, like yeah. even more specific. This trail and then all the videos around that one trail. I, I'm, yes. I'm doing it in areas at the moment because like I, I live, you know, I have to oh, yeah, pass yeah. through this trail to get to. You got Jefferson Forest, you got Albion Hills. That's what I was going to say to do. Crothers Woods. That's sick. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, and yeah, yeah and I've got more of those coming as the videos come out because some of them that I've filmed and it's waiting to get shown, um, you know, I've it's already been created but it doesn't show yet because the video hasn't been launched so there's probably like seven or eight other ones that are coming because you know i write in the assigned playlists exactly right yeah so it's slowly together because like on my end it shows like you know uh in in one of those folders it'll show oh six videos are live but 16 are in queue it's like fuck it doesn't even look good yet because nothing's come out yet but i have scheduled content until december 27th um right now but that's for the, you know, the, the shorts stories. I got long episodes until October, shorts until November. So I just got everything's month ahead, which is awesome. Okay. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep the same threshold of like three, four months from when I'm actually releasing stuff to when I'm actually making it because shit happens and things take time. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to keep my threshold um, 
the same meatiness. So I don't have any stress ting because it hasn't been a stress ting to make this channel or continue it at all. Um, the only thing I've been battling is injuries and, and most of those haven't even been my fault because I'm riding on the road showing with other fucking dickheads. So uh, everything's going great as far as the schedule and the timing and the rollout. So I'm, I'm keen as fuck with it. I just need, need the long form shit to ramp up, which is why I'm pushing the extra content, filling in the gaps during the week. So now I've got like 13 to 14 videos a week. So I'm fucking keen as. Gotcha. Love it. Um, I, I think it's like you probably got a bunch of opportunities even to like maybe do super cuts of like, you know, just a jump video that goes for one to two minutes of just nonstop jumps. Or, you know, once you've got a little more yes. content, you know what I'm saying? You can just also, like combine. The first idea for that, um, which stemmed exactly what you said, like the first thing I thought of was like, oh, I should do a video of all the trail dogs that I encounter. Cunts love mm. dogs. I encounter dogs every single time that I trail ride. I have it on camera. I just don't show it all the time. When I do show it in my shorts on YouTube or my um, reels on Instagram, they get a lot more response because cunts love dogs and it's just it's unbelievable like trail so pups or something i do like it that. yeah tra- it's called trail dogs like the hashtag it's a big thing like if you uh there's actual mountain bike channels that are designed around their dog and they go riding with the dog it's nothing That's to do with cool. the person and it's they have the focus on the trail dog because mm. they run they run faster than us on bikes mate they're unbelievable well, let's go we might need to borrow barrington mate oh he's he's definitely <laughs> a trail dog he'll be out here just fucking belting it mate he'll be barking at my hubs for sure oh i love it i love it um i just noticed we're nearly 40 minutes already and i still have i don't even have that much to say so we can get into the meat of all this stuff but yeah yeah. that's it for me mate that's it for me beauty it's just been just been busy for me too same as y'all man just busy summer shit we had friends from san francisco stay over on the weekend interesting they have a almost two-year-old son super cute lovely kid such wonderful couple that they really got a lot in common they love beer and stuff like the husband loves uh loves um craft beer and really understands it and is really thoughtful about it like we shot a little quick bos video together as well went to a bunch of breweries and some wineries yeah it was nice like went to blood brothers in toronto um and we went to counterpart niagara took him to niagara falls which is such a cunt to drive around fuck my life um (laughs) so many people like fuck off bro you'd think it's a wonder of the world or something um (laughs) they fucking so super cool just like hanging out and got lit but on the friday night this was this is the best um uh encouragement to pull out they the kid once again super cute he started making it we went to bed a little later than them because they're like early you know they're from sf sfp west coast people get up at the crack of dawn all the time so um almost fucked me it's it's, encouragement yeah it's just like they i don't know what it is there's some cultural thing out there so we went to bed just a touch later but basically i got to sort of sleep and then maybe 30 minutes in the kids just screaming and screaming and did not stop they said till 6 a.m i just felt like they screamed non-stop but i think it was like screaming till six and just making noise and so i was like I don't even know. I don't think they really got any sleep. They said they ended up having to. They took him downstairs and like had to um, sleep in in um, what do you call Chips. it? Intern shifts. So like they managed it, and we they almost decided the thought. Damn. They said he'd never done. They go normally he screams ten minutes something. Boom, put him back to sleep. He's good to go. But because he screamed for hours and hours and hours, they go. I've we've never seen anything like this. They were mortified. They were so apologetic. We were like, look, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like we were fucking tired as hell, but we were like, it's okay. It's like what are you gonna do? It's no one's oh, fault. Shit, so we still went ahead with the day, and then that Saturday night, they the the kids slept like twelve hours. 
They go, he's never oh. done that ever, ever, ever as well. So they go, it's a weekend of first. The whole thing was all this random shit. So it was just funny that if you're thinking of having a kid ever, like you think it's really light, then yeah, go. I hadn't really experienced that before. Like actually been there during some sort of spaz attack where they just go, I'm like, oh, I would have to get up now and deal with this bullshit. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I so, open right? Barrington's enough, uh, very much an eye opener. Geez, so I'm like, you know, I see why people say they need help because it's more like you can't imagine if you had like we've got a, a flexible lifestyle, whereas if you had like a nine to five, like that would be there's pretty no... difficult. Yeah, there's no break. What do you expect? You have to be there at nine o'clock in the morning, ready for a call or whatever, and you got to be switched on, ready to perform. So that was my interesting takeaway from uh, from all of that shit. So, uh, yeah, still a busy summer coming out. We booked a bunch of accommodation for we're going out east uh, at the end of August. So we're hitting like Providence, Rhode Island, Boston, Portland, Maine, Burlington, Vermont, Montreal, and Prince Edward County in like a week and a half. That's sick, dude. That'd be pretty, um, pretty dope. Got a big uh, event for Link Up, which is our nonprofit for craft beer at uh, Boreal in Montreal, which would be dope. So we timed it up with that. So haven't been back to NTL in a year, so I'm excited. That's why I want to hear down what you were saying. I know it had been like three months for you, so it's different. But um, Still. you know, we haven't even been there in a year. So it was July last wow. year was the last time we were there. So excited for when that. When are you um, doing this uh, East Coast trip? Uh, we leave mid-August, or I think it's like the yeah mid-ish, somewhere in the teens of August. I have to double check. Okay, okay. Um, I, I know the event is, I think it's the last weekend of August. So that's why we're like timed it up so that it's basically two weekends away so from okay, one, okay. one weekend and you come back on the monday or something like that i think okay, um okay. so my friend was gonna say, come come meet me in manhattan technically we could but we've already booked accommodation so if we had like we've already like it's already like locked mm. in so i don't know if we are you going to be there then for like a one of the I'm weekends gonna be there for from like the 28th to the first my parents uh, oh, I go. see. Oh, okay. We'd have to turn around and come back out there. Yeah, yeah. That's Which, ask Tiff though, run a bio. I'll see. We could potentially uh, do it. It's almost like we'd have to go home to drop off all the beer and stuff and then come back. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We were thinking about going to New York this year. I really wanted to, but we're like, then we're going to deal with, we want to go to Florida again for this time longer next year. So we have to start figuring mm. that shit out and fucking. Oh, yeah, that's blah, blah. coming around. I know it's already fucking July and we have to, we want to, I don't know what, I don't think we'll be there for like five months. I'm thinking maybe more three. So we just have yeah. to figure out how we're going to do the accommodation. Cause that's the mm-hmm. interesting part. If you're going to stay somewhere for a long time, it's either you pay out the dick hole, which you want to avoid, or we're like, mm-hmm. maybe you can get a rental, like actual a short term lease. And then you, you rent furniture to like fill it up. And apparently there's companies in the States that like bring you the shit, everything you need. And it's very affordable. And then they'll come pick it up at the end of the lease. So you don't even have That's to like stress about it type shit. Like, you know, beds and dresses and couches and the whole fucking, the whole thing. So not bad at all. yeah, lots going on. Try and keep that travel, travel vibe. So mm-hmm. got a bunch of shit to go through today. What are we at? Yeah, all right for time. Um, the songs in your head when you wake up, I hadn't had two that I wrote down this week. I swear there was one I forgot, but did you guys have any of those? I'm just going to keep that going while I remember to do it. Cause I think it's funny. I am always thinking about it and then i just like i don't have one i just don't i I don't think i do like i don't know i need to think about it harder i think because every time i think about it i'm just like no there isn't there just just isn't one 
you got to do it when you wake up and you do it. You have to do it like immediately, like write it down. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it um, otherwise it just disappears. <coughs> Um, <laughs> did you have any nosh? Did I tell you last week? Did you, you write did. down what I said last week? When I changed? didn't write down the songs that you said last week because I think you just said them. Those were the ones from that week. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so I think watched. I still I still had "En Vogue," "Don't Let Go." Because mm-hmm. there's one part that I can I can act that I can actually there's like one part that I can actually sing. Like it sounds nice and it loops in my head. It's weird. Other oh, than that. Because the key fits, it's, it's it's weird. I have a very small singing range. Anyway, so that uh, nothing really got stuck in my head to the point where nothing pisses me off. Like I'm genuinely like, oh, you know, even if That's a bad good. song comes in, like the Lamb Chop play along song, like fuck that yeah, shit, yeah. right? Can't try to send you that meme and try to piss me off. And like back in the day, some the people worst. tried to ruin me with that and you know it it did for a small amount of time but then you get over it and then when it comes around it's like ah water under the bridge mate and they still think it's like a hurricane mm-hmm. so the lamb drop play along song that's a kind of a dog um, but that hasn't happened for a long time that has has popped up in my world in the form of memes not like in my head in the morning so yeah it's usually usually soul songs or um hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's usually singing soul songs, like fun old school things. That's nice. They said yeah, not. It's always nice. No, it's not. Okay. Annoying. I only had two this week then, just that I could remember. One was Asha My Way, which is a great one. Oh, good one. And Did the you? other one was only because we just listened to it yesterday. It was this morning. This You guys know Chronics? You know, like the regular. Yeah. 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 Do you know Skank and Sweet? Thing. You know that joint? Dude. Yeah, okay. Of course. So we were like bumping that heavy yesterday. So I woke up today without my head. He's a man. Uh, it's fucking gorgeous. A couple of days ago, I listened to a whole, like a, a best of mix of his. Cause like, I want to listen to Chronics. I don't know what song. Cause I don't, I can name like two or three probably, mm. but I know lots of his songs. So I typed in that and then listened to it like for like an hour. Hell yeah. Skip a single song. That's fine. It's is great. Do you know what I realized? I was saying to Tiff yesterday, I think that Protégé will be my number one listen to artist this year on Spotify, which I'm very curious to see. Cause I feel Ooh, like I listened to It's like, if I get in the car and I'm not sure what to put on, um, I'll just throw on one of his playlists or album or whatever. Cause it's just like, nice. it's the most quality, like new era reggae shit. I think it's spectacular. It's, it's incredibly produced, but it's also like conscious. The bars are good. Like even last night we got like hella high last night and we were putting on the song while we were making dinner Perfect. and we put on, um, he got the joint with coffee off his latest album. And I, I never really like rated coffee too heavy, but then we watched the video and they're going back and forth like rappers in, in like a chant, you know, because obviously they both sing, but they chant as well. And it was like, yo, like they're like Maltese, like fucking like the same, uh, you know, three syllables at the end of every bar for like eight bars in a row. And it was, t- I was like, yo, you don't appreciate it till you watch them. Do I'm telling it. you, m- music videos change. They How change you your opinion because mm. I'm not going to lie. I forgot even to even speak about this one a few weeks ago. The uh, flipping, oh, what was it? Corday. And Juice yes, World video. Yes, that was crazy. If I didn't, if if I listened to that just on its own, I know it's a, it's a good tune, but watching the video, I was like, what? I I, I couldn't believe it because even me when I first watched it, I remember I watched the uh, I was on Instagram when it got released. You sent it to me, mm-hmm. and I saw a video. It must have been like House of Highlights or Complex, and there was a video of Kai Sinat reacting mm-hmm. to it, and we had the exact same reaction because when I watched the video, I was like, okay, cool, what? and then when I watched him watch it, he was like, wait, was that Juice World? 
And because mm. it's such a good deep fake, like I didn't even realize it when I first watched it. And then when I watched it again, I'm like, no, this is like, the video is insane. Like it's so good. Mm. Like, I think Cordae, Cordae, Cordae loves that shit. He, when he did a song with Anderson Park, he was going back the and forth. Twice. Like he, two songs. Yeah. Two songs in a row. Fuck, I love Corday. And he even said he studied Juice World's movement so that when his face changed, because every basically what he was doing, he, like he kicks off the song, and they, they were just walking down this hallway with all this like like an office with like crazy shit happening in the background, and he would do something, someone would pass him a book or like a like whatever some sort of thing, he'd put it in front of his face, pull it down, then it's exactly. Juice World, and then he'd do the mm. Juice World thing. But he said he studied his. Mo- I don't know enough about Juice World, but I just thought that was cool as fuck that he even took it that far. To really try and make it like authentic, authentic. To, to to him, but um, yeah, that's sick. It's a really good point. So the videos are cool, but yeah, Protege is the fucking best. And what I learned though about Chronics this is no disrespect at all, but the the lyrics are like you said, no, were really more positive and they're very simple. And I'm right. like, whilst remember we had the big convo about the Dre keep the hedge ringing. It's not like they're not lame really like that. Corny. Like that shit is corny, but like they're very like sort of simple and a little like. Like even the skank and sweets on the actual lyrics in the chorus is such a beautiful a melody, bit. and it's a little kind of like that's ah, a little corny. It's a little like predictable and blah blah blah, but like it converts, like it works so well. It's executed well. He's yeah. got a great voice. Everything sounds warm and like sweet and light. Hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, the, the mix, everything about it is just so it's it's good, man. I'm out for it. Go tear shit. It. Just love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right, let's run through a bunch of the uh, stuff that's happening this week. I think everything here is pretty straight. Nothing's like too, too deep. Um, just before we went on, uh, I think it was, you know, she sent something through about the Hollywood strike. They got the um, the actor strike happening. Yeah, it's Fran Drescher on. is the head of that, which is crazy. Yeah, which is <laughs> kind a of bunch wild, of, right? I, didn't, I haven't seen her for yonks, man. I didn't know what she was even saying, but she's at the head of the... the the BAFTA motherfucking these cunts, what they mm-hmm. it's called, the Actors, Actors Guild or whatever it is. Um, I don't know. She's just cunts are just sick of it. Like even the uh, the actors along with the right actors are joining the writers in the strike because like certain movies have been halted. Like um, what's the what's the thing called? Deadpool three has been halted. Deadpool, immediately. yeah, loads of yeah, like lots of uh, lots of big names are actually marching on the streets with signs like you know fuck you cunts. Don't be dogs. Mm-hmm. Sort it out. Um, which is very... So, it, it, it's high-profile backing. Word. So what this is saying here, the actual headline says, Hollywood shut down. Studios want to scan actors to own their likeness forever. So I believe that that's what a lot Disgusting. of it is based on then. Um, yep. Where I know that some people were saying they want to um, sell... Like, apparently J-Lo... Was it J-Lo? Yeah. Sold her likeness as far as AI and deepfake to whatever or licensed it out and there was a company who made an ad i forgot who it was like a big company someone we all know and they made an ad where each employee with it was like jokey ad where like they were all wearing the suit and they were trying to be j-lo and you'd see j-lo on the screen doing whatever the actors were doing or the people in the company then it would quick uh, you know come back and then nah man give me that shit i can do that better and then they'd continuing to do it so Whoa. that was apparently one of the first things i thought it was her actually in the ad and it was playing on the idea of it but apparently that was actually real licensed um ai so that's crazy i think that's why they're um doing this thing it's 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 all about ai basically right because that- apparently they want to use ai for um for, for extra actors 
but we use it for extras as well. Yeah. So and like extras are uh, the main way to get into the industry, I guess. Because I guess if you want to be an actor, you can. Anyone can be an extra. There's websites that you can apply just to be an extra because you don't really need to show much acting capability to be an extra, especially <laughs> if it's like a, a scene in like the middle of fucking what Dundas Square or Times Square. You're just walking through. But right. like most of them are paid extras, and like they want to use AI just to, you know, fill up everyone in the the scene. So it's like you know, there's no avenue into the industry. Hmm. So it's a, it's a big thing. Yeah, interesting. Because I've applied before to do extra work. I was always thought it was kind of cool. Um, I think it's cool. Like, yeah, it's the only thing is when you really think about it, because our friend Richard, who's been on the pod when we had, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, he's been on the, the other series of the pod where we talked about Relentless Richard, and he was saying that, like, if you really think about it, you're getting paid, like, pennies to be sitting around for, like, 12 hours until they need you type of thing. So it's, mm. like, it's it's more just how cool is it for you to be in a Marvel movie as this, you know, and get a fraction of a second mm. of screen time at best or whatever the fuck. And, like, yeah. it sounded like it more of a waste of time than time well spent unless you're trying to get in the industry. Yeah. But it's not that difficult, I don't think, to get, you know, some sort of extra work. But I guess they're just trying to save money across the board. So, yeah. That's kind of hectic, so I guess we'll keep it. You know, if there's anything else happens with that, we'll keep the update because I think it just happened. Like as far as the strike. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see before yes. we went on? Yes. The Ed Sheeran and Eminem thing. No, but I remember hearing something about that. What was so, it? So, literally, I saw a video like a couple hours ago. Detroit. Eminem. No, sorry. Uh, Ed Sheeran done a cover of "Lose Yourself" Eminem. Okay. And then when it came down to the main verse. He bought out Eminem randomly, and Eminem started rapping "Lose Yourself" in front of random man. So it was sick. In like, on a tour, like at a show. Yeah, he was, he was, he was in show, Detroit. Yeah. In Detroit, uh, and then well, so he sung. He sung. He started singing <clears throat> "Lose Yourself" on the guitar. Yeah, but he's, he was singing the rap part, and then when the time for the ver- the verse came out, Eminem came out from the floor and then rapped it. Fuck and then that's just gangster. Up. It was super gangster. So sick. Like, how do you beat that? That's pretty fucking you, crazy. You cannot. Oh, yeah. Hell so yeah. Cool. Shouts to Eddie. Fucking Big Ted. Big Ted the goat. And then when the hook came back in after the, the verse, um, Ed Sheeran was singing that, you only get one shot. He was going okay. off. And then Eminem was rapping. And it was honestly sick because I thought he would have gone a little more off, but Eddie was kind of reserved. But he did his regular backup uh, duties, but he was strumming right. the fuck out of that. Like singing the, the bars and stuff. He's singing. He was singing the, he was singing the lyrics, and Eminem was rapping it, and it was a separate. It was perfect. Gotcha. The video's on really Edge. Cool. Okay, so I yeah, I saw it on Complex or something. It's cool. That's right. Okay. I, saw, I think I saw it. Check it from, uh, yeah. from from old Edward. Okay. Do you also see um, the Lil Wayne thing? Is that now performing at the ESPYS? ESPYS. Yeah. So lyrics. Yes. Big, actually. Um. Yes, that was actually uh, one of the things I had. I'm here in a couple of things. Oh, so he performed Emily at the ESPYS, which is the sports awards, and changed the lyrics so that it's um, sports appropriate, sports yeah. related. Yeah, yes, which is very cool. Um, so sick. Yeah, he did a really good job of that, and it was cool because even though like I don't know like 
a lot of the things he's talking about from splotting stuff but i was like ah you know it's still pretty sick to know you change a classic song like that and be able to do because especially from wayne who doesn't even remember shit about any of his songs he just keeps right you know what i'm saying he has that's to relearn his stuff, performance <clears throat> yeah say that he has to go lyrics every performance yeah make sure he knows his own shit um which is very funny um so yes wayne was doing that um i know she sent something through before blue and exile got their essentially ownership back of below the heaven so now they're actually getting the money i guess it was done through a label the label owned it um and then now they get that back so they can finally get the streaming money and and so on and so exactly all their dues yeah um which is very very cool yes d-u-e-s which just the m phase is his production company is called pay your dues like J E W. Oh, nice one. Um, yeah. You know how you got the ASCAP production companies. Yeah. Funny. Love it. Yeah, which is good. Quick, uh, mild, um, uh, what do you call it? Like segue from that one. So, notion something that you and I were talking about today with a, a client of yours about just how rights work um, for all this type of stuff. Mm. And I hadn't really looked into it for a while. When I say rights, I mean like there's all the different types of rights as an artist. So whether it's like the songwriting, which is split essentially fifty fifty um you know by default from the the writer of the lyrics and the writer of the composer of the music the authors of the song and it can go in different ways like if you know you it was just because you had to just explain it all to a client so that they understood it and then we you know came to an understanding in the end which was good but it was cool for i enjoyed having like the refresh because i just sort of looked it all up again you know yeah same it was a little like alarming but it was also like oh i guess okay let's do some just maybe it's changed let's have a fucking look yeah it was like a new cat who was saying that like no one no producer should ever get more than 20 percent of the song and i'm like well i've been doing this more than half my life and all i've ever done is always always give the producer 50 percent of the royalties if you think of a song it's composed of music and uh lyrics, lyrics. so whoever yeah, writes the music crazy. gets half whoever writes the lyrics get half so what is ooh, that was a that was funny that was, yeah. a bit of a, that was a bit of a glitch i think though um i know could you not noise okay it's all good so the 50/50. yeah so 50 50 for the songwriting so that's what we had to explain i remember double checking it and and that's unless the only time it wouldn't be that was if like say if you produced a song for me and you wrote the hook or whatever then you would get more than 50 percent because you did 50 percent on the beat plus whatever fair percentage the hook deserves how many times it gets repeated throughout the song blah 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 then there's like mechanical royalties which is the actual streams and um the physical products that you're selling i believe that technically what the split say you make five dollars from a cd like that's supposed to be split between the percentages of all the different songs so five bucks divided by 10 songs and then say it's 50 50 then you got to split like it's a nightmare i think that's why maybe labels fuck around like the actual accounting mm-hmm. of like what the splits would be i imagine there's probably some sort of software that just adds it all up you punch in how many sales there are and it automatically figure you know i bet you could probably put that in excel but there's that type of shit then there's sync deals obviously through um you know tv radio video games ads all that type of stuff and typically the artist that the 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 song would get a you know x amount for being in there which should be split equally amongst the songwriter um people uh the actual songwriting splits and then there'll be back-end royalties that'll come through from like every time it gets streamed on television if it gets put on television there's royalties that get paid through SoCan, which you'll just you don't have to worry about that that'll automatically go um then there's the neighboring rights and i always forget what that one is um neighboring rights because i'm with like i think that's sound exchange i think i just make sure that gets all the internet play and stuff like that 
um which is also mostly which is actually based on the own some of the stuff is based on the ownership of the master so i think that because it's all the internet play i think that comes down to the owner of the master so like your client would be the final owner of the master of the song because you sold him the rights to the to the beat. actual beat the the your that side of it but it doesn't change the songwriting anyway it was just an interesting right. conversation to reiterate like how fucking complicated this shit is and then how it's pretty easy for people to sort of misunderstand what's going on because they just don't make it easy it's so fucking weird man the whole music uh yeah because when people started like you know i have some mastering engineer friends that only do mastering and they talk about getting points on a record and i'm like that's like, oh, the same four thing there's four points to a record and i'm getting like 0.5 of one point i'm like what the fuck does that mean what percentage of the song are you getting dude he's like well it equals one percent i'm like okay so why are you getting 0.5 of a point like what is that what or whatever that that was a ridiculous conversation did they explain like, it what yeah it didn't make sense but okay if you ever get that again like let me know because i want to see i'd love to see that the point system it seems to be i've seen like majors always talk about that whereas yeah. like we've only ever talked about percentages because you have a hundred and we just, just split it, it. Yeah, if it there's two writers, yeah, two like different. It's totally. How okay. does it work for like uh, Metro Boomin though? But someone so, like him who okay, that's a is great. Essentially, question. he's like the artist, is he not? Technically, you can be the mm. artist. It depends. So, say if me and Notion yeah. bought a beat off. This is the easiest way to look at it. If we bought like because Metro Boomin does his project, then it's under his name. So then he gets positioned as the artist, where physically he's not making. You know, he's not rapping or singing or nothing. Yeah. Um, if me and Notion bought a beat off metro booming technically the way it would be he would get 50 percent, and then we would get 25 and 25 each depending on who wrote the hook but typically we probably do it all together pause so that we can like make just make it simple because that song yeah. would be a higher chance you'd make money off it so we'd really want to maximize our um, songwriting splits now because metro booming is such a high uh, such a big name he can demand whatever the fuck he wants so he could be like in order for me to sell you a beat i need 80 i need 100k up front and i need 80 percent publishing that could just be his terms and if you want the metro uh metro booming production then you have to abide by his terms or negotiate the person who has the bigger name or it could be the other way around maybe remember that thing where j cole said he took the fucking that beat the j cole style beat from youtube say he wanted that beat from that guy which he didn't he just gave the guy the verse and was like whatever if that was true say he did want that then he, the guy could be like well he knows it's such a big opportunity um j cole could probably leverage him to give it to him for free and have uh, a much lower songwriting split like maybe he'd only give him 10 percent or 20 percent or something like that but that's because the mm. artist has such a big um pull on that side mm. so say like in notion like you know notion independent a new independent artist dealing with notion an independent producer like nobody really has leverage it just should be 50 50 like it's just should be, as as be with, with uh, whatever's on mm. the table yeah, I just don't think there's any really much need for discussion with that. It's just like, all right, so, you know, Notion did it this, cool. Sense. Notion composed it, no one else did, cool. This guy wrote it, no one else wrote it, boom, 50-50. It's just like, you don't even have to think about it. We've been doing it this way forever, and I've always been like, I never, ever, ever want, the worst thing I could think of that I, would be a reputation for fucking people over. I don't like that. I don't want to get fucked over. I don't want that um, karma out in the I'm world. Um, oh, you're good now, I guess. Um I don't want that karma out in the world. So, like, I've always made sure that I've given any producer I've ever worked with a lot of, honestly, even some that have just completely disappeared. And there's waste uh, publishing just sitting there in the ether, going to some non-existent person because they don't have a an account or whatever. Like, yeah. I've even sacrificed that. I could have just taken it. 
but I always try to do the right thing. And I just think that's really important to have that integrity to just be like, all right, this is how it goes. And everyone gets their fair share so that, okay, for example, with Relentless, I agreed with Notion and Maya, the producer, Maya Clarity, that if, say, we get any sync, obviously nothing really happened. Unfortunately, I was trying to pursue that and nothing really came out of it. I was like, if any money came because I didn't pay every anyone for anything there we all just work so everyone got their splits notion didn't get songwriting splits sometimes that can be argued but if any money came i would just split it all three ways equally between us because mm. we worked on the project together and the decision that i committed to y'all was if money came in from that over like outside of streaming because it's pennies but like if we got an opportunity say you get 10 grand to get put in a ad i'd be like cool then we get 3300 each like that I think that's what I would have done, but that was my agreement with you guys. So technically, I didn't have to give you... Because I own the master, I think technically... That's what I'm a little confused about. I I think the sync upfront fee could potentially go to the master owner, but I think it probably should just be split with the songwriters. But because... So it would depend. It's a complicated situation. I think it can be kind of flexible, but it's more just on the agreement that everyone has and the different... But the baseline is what we mentioned. So anyway... Mm -hmm. Fun little aside. Um, we're, we, facts. Yeah, Busy, exactly. Right? Facts. Totally. Um, I'm going to just like pump out a few of these little things and then we'll get, because I want to play the game, the debut single game that we played last week. Oh, awesome for the um, game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I fucking love that game. All right. Um, Jay-Z had this thing at the Brooklyn Public Library where they had this full, <clears> um, <throat> we call it like, uh, exhibit exhibition, right? exhibition, yeah, exactly. Had, had his lyrics on the front there. They had like artwork the made building. from it. The lyrics everywhere at the front. Oh, excuse me. I think it's temporary. It's not like permanent, but I think it was a yeah, part of the um, totally. But they had like cool like artwork, like you know, someone made like a sculpt of his like hands doing the dynasty thing and all the rock yeah. thing. Um, you know, album covers the the little guy from the story of OJ, like the little character like a 3D thing mm. of it, all sorts of cool shit like that. Um, both him and Beyonce obviously were there for the launch of that, which is just cool. Imagine that, like, a rapper is the feature of an exhibit at a public library in his borough. It's very, very cool. Nice, um, sick. Love to see it. Don't know how long that's on for, so you should probably check down. Since you're going to be in um, New York, you oh, might yeah, be able to actually swim if by. There is a, uh, if there is a time limit on it. Mm. While you're looking on that, um, another sort of uh, segue for that is uh just blaze posted the baseline studios is back in action and looks like they're you know it's the studio if you recreated it. they recreated it in the same place right yeah in the same place with the same uh way they had it same mm. console same computers same notepad same like lexicon digital fucking reverb thing like the same shit as black album days 2003 yes. 2004 which is very it cool says yeah it says it's free throughout the whole summer so i'll Ooh. definitely check it out all right so probably going to september fuck all right yeah oh, i'd love to um but it's very cool to see baseline back if anyone has seen uh fade to black the documentary uh, about the making of that that album it's, it's the studio in there it's the one where they did like lucifer it's got kanye doing the you know rapping jay-z the hook the chorus that he wrote for it and stuff and like you know, all that. Very, very cool. So it looks like motherfuckers can just fuck. Wouldn't it be sick to just do a song at baseline just for the fuck of it? That'd be kind of cool. Even just uh. to go into the room, I reckon you'd feel the energy and be like, yeah. this is so wild. Like, dude, what the fuck? It'd be fucking amazing. It'd be cool yeah, to go just into place the... and he worked like four months on that. All right. 
I wonder what it is per hour because I wonder if you, if it's worth investing. Oh, like in, well, I think so too. It'd be really cool to like spend a bit more and just aim to do one song, but spend the time and write the song in the studio rather than just go there to record for two hours and leave just to like try and channel that energy. Soak it up a bit, channel the energy. You know, say they book five hours and write the song. Um, Mm. while you're there, like come with the beat or something and be like, all right, we're going to write this. Yeah. Boom, boom. Anyway, very, very cool. Um, I just saw a ridiculous thing. I remember seeing to you guys, the internet, man, poor Memphis, bleak, uh, Memphis, bleak, Memphis <laughs> Meek Mill. Why did I say that? Um, oh, oh my goodness. They're saying now that they think he's, um, they think he's like LGBT was the other thing. So the last week they were saying that he was slow and this oh week God. they're saying he's LGBT because Nicki Minaj said one of her ex-boyfriends is into dudes. Um, oh, I did see something about him, you know. We sent it. I, I forgot about it, but we someone sent it in the group here. I'm just trying to find it again so we could talk about it real, real quick. But maybe it's, oh, here we go. So it says allegedly there's a this is Grand Wizard again. There's a re- video going around. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're like a high ranking thro- <laughs> a high ranking <laughs> throat demon of the LGBTQ community is alleging that Meek Mill hired they them to gobble his glizzy wizzy on camera oh, wow S- what a sentence dude uh so pretty somebody good. said that it's a pretty good sentence so uh i don't <laughs> know but apparently that's what they're saying and other people have um uh proof and stuff i don't know but anyway poor meek mill um amazon prime day was i think over the weekend did anyone cop anything no no nah <clears throat> all the things that i wanted didn't go down uh by enough and uh put it in the old cart missed it and it just like goes back down so it's like nah man. it's like boom okay yeah, no, in yeah store. it's frivolous spending for the sake of it no in this like economy? you know there's nothing in this economy yeah there's nothing really crazy like i was looking at like honestly like a bike stand so i can actually hoist the motherfucker up and do some repairs and thing but mm-hmm Cunts of ripoffs, mate. Like, just everyone's fucking around. So, yeah, no no purchases. The only thing mm. I bought recently was, like, mm. hydration satchels. I can pop into my water bottle so I can, like, you know, not be dead when I ride for, like, three hours in the fucking 30-degree. Good idea. 80% humidity. So Pretty smart. Yep. Hydration packed. Get a dog up, yeah. That's yep. it. Okay. Yes. Nice. We'll purchase this. Team healthy cunt. The fuck it is. Health all day, mate. All day. A um, couple more quick things. Uh, I don't really know how much. To, I don't remember. Did we talk about the Adam 22 and Lena the Plug thing last time? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah but it's old. It's old. It's old. It's well, old. the reason I'm bringing it up now is that today. Adam is weird, though. Adam is weird. I used to like him a lot. He follows me on Twitter, but I'm like, yeah, now he's beefing with the dude saying that he's blacklisted from smashing his wife, which everyone's clowning, but I guess it means that they're introducing that into their business plan. So they're going to make a lot of money from it. And he was threatening to expose the guy, whatever that meant. So um, they're trying to to drag this motherfucker out. I was about to say Adam is, I don't think anyone else is. I think Adam is. It's weird because he's, Mm. I think he's getting, he's getting so rattled by the backlash of it. It's like, if he stayed silent, I don't think anyone would have cared because I don't care because his wife's a porn star. It's like, I yeah, don't so really like, care. It's different. So I'm yeah. not, I'm not surprised, but the fact he's talking about it so much, is like, bro, you're making Shut it up. embarrassing for yourself. It's like, yeah. it wouldn't have even been that embarrassing. Like, bro, there are bare famous porn stars who are married. It's like, and no one says anything because it's like, oh, 
they, their husbands aren't coming out publicly and saying bad shit, but Adam's talking too much. Way too much. He's I think it might be a part of it. I think it might be a part of this whole rollout. Because it keeps yeah, them it um it keeps them relevant. Because the other yeah. dude is talking. I just saw that I think it was another Grand Wizard post that just came up in my feed, like as I was looking for the last one. And he said that like he was talking shit about Adam and the wife saying the wife's pussy was too tight and his dick got numb. Um and it fucked him up during the thing and um they um they fucking uh then he was talking shit about that on another podcast so i i'm almost starting to think that it's a part of their like all right let's you know what sells well drama sells so let's just make this into some drama after the fact and keep this shit rolling because the way that adam delivered the video of like he's blacklisted was hella weird and it seemed a bit no well it seemed like he was he was looking angry. down the whole time like he was reading something or whatever like looking at his phone as opposed to looking at the camera part because he had the green screen backgrounds so i'm like I, it feels to me more like that there's something like this was all prearranged and they all fucking had the plan to to yeah, do it for all sure. so anyways it's always interesting um, the last thing before that was Kate Trinata was um, performing in London, I believe, and he brought 50 Cent out, which is pretty crazy. <clears throat> I was just bringing 50 out. That's Speaking big. of Ed Sheeran, bringing out M. Um, big guns. Kate were bringing out 50. Very cool. Big guns. Shouts to MTL. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Now, uh, uh, uh. it is time to play. Maybe we'll play that the next 20 before, or 30. Before, yes. before we get into that. There's a few things here, fuck, actually, fuck. which have been ah. super, super cool, super cool things that have happened. Okay. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, music. Uh, J-House released uh, an album. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I thought I, I was really liking it, and then it just kind of got a bit weird. But okay. there, are a few gem, there are a few gems in there, which are like I would listen to every day. Like He's a sick artist, but he's super weird. Super okay. weird guy, but like good. Overall, I, I enjoyed the album, and there are pretty sick singles on there. Um... Another thing, uh, flipping what's his name, Young Thug and Drake released a music video. Yes, which was excellent, and they're doing such a good job considering Thug is in jail. It doesn't even feel like he's in jail because of how good the rollout has been. Like it's been mm. super cool, super super cool. I'm very happy. Yeah, with it. cool video. Uh, uh, yeah, the video is super cool. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? Uh, Kai Sina is like the face of the complex. Uh, it's the complex cover star of 2023, which oh. is super cool. He's a fucking G. This guy, like, he's just a twenty-one-year-old streamer, and he's just when you watch his shit, like, he's just a G. Like, in, he's living fucking in Brooklyn, and he used to be so poor, so broke, and like, in this like, streaming, I was fucking rich. Lives in Atlanta, like, just doing his thing. Like, uh, that was the big Jap- Okay. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's in Japan right now, just enjoying his life and shit, and like, yeah, and this complex pose is so sick. Because I always remember when. One of his early streams, he was doing push-ups, and in the background, uh, a rat like walked past, and he didn't realize until he looked at the stream, and everyone in the stream was commenting saying, "Oh my god, there's a rat in your house! There's a rat in your This is when he was like dead broke and shit. Mm. Uh, so he's come from that to like being super, super rich. Okay, I didn't he's know his G. story. Good for him. Yeah, he's a proper G. Um, uh, there's a video mm-hmm. of Messi mm-hmm. walking out at, uh, and so obviously he's joined into Miami, and like. If you, if you don't know much about Messi personally, he's like he's like a super quiet, very much opposite to Ronaldo. Like they're both like just as tight as each other. 
Just quiet. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's literally like Kendrick. He's just quiet. He doesn't do much. And like, it's so weird because they did this announcement video and he walked out to a crowd of people and they announced him and Lil Baby was playing in the background. It's like, <laughs> there's no <laughs> reason no, why no. Lil Baby and Messi should be like, mm. even mm. in the same like stratosphere. It's so mm. weird. Interesting. Super, super weird. I heard he was like just seen shopping at Publix in Miami, like just a regular supermarket. Yes. Because uh, in the US, not a lot of people know who Messi is. So he and, could, he's like, oh, wow, I can be normal. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, know. Yeah. I fucking would even people... know I'd even follow soccer, dude. The cunt's like, I don't know, man. He's great. It's like the Maradona time. of like this time. Uh, no, I, know, I totally get who he is, but I just don't follow. So I just, I probably wouldn't look twice and at it. He's made a lot face more than I really wanted. To, gotcha. So that's just, yeah. Also, I like FIFA. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Respect, respect, Mm-mm. respect. Uh, uh, and the uh, uh, final thing, yes. Uh, Complex released a thing about uh, the greatest hip hop duos, mm. which is very interesting. See, I, them, probably the thing. I would put them number one, I yep. think. And but in this article, they had pictures of uh, Drake and Twenty One, okay. uh, <laughs> Lil Durk and Lil mm. Baby. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Future and Young Thug, <laughs> Tyler and ASAP. Oh, that's that's okay. not too bad. <clears throat> Baby Jesus Keem Christ. and Kendrick. Oh no, this is the best best duo right now. Okay, uh, so like not classic, but just people who are you, working sorry. together consistently. Clarification. I guess helps. so. <clears throat> okay. I guess Otherwise, so, I guess. it's just like the best people who have worked together on a song or whatever. Mm. I guess so. Yeah, and that makes more sense. I don't know if all of these athlete. people have released collaborative projects. Maybe, they, maybe a bunch of them have. Obviously, Drake and Twenty One have, but Tyler and, and Rocky have. haven't. Mm. No, Future and Thug have. Okay. Baby, baby Kim and Kendrick. Dirk uh, and Lil Baby did the voice and the whatever it is one. Oh yes, yeah, true. Actually, it was kind of cool. Well, most, most of these people did actually, except probably I know Baby Kim and. Uh, Kendrick haven't released an album together, but they released no. so many songs together, yeah. and everyone knows they're related now. So it's like you kind of assume they're duo at this point. Mm. But uh, Tyler and Ace are the only ones that haven't. Hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. Okay, it's I mean, very interesting. It's probably fair when you put it in that context. Like if it's historically, like overall, then obviously it's pretty absurd. But as a right now thing about cats who work together a decent amount. I mean, none of those people were groups at all. So maybe it's a duo meaning true. just like, yeah, Kabatas who team up and they work well or some shit. Very true, very true. The, the only the only modern duo, which is the greatest duo of all time, is Drake and Future. You may proceed with the game. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we we won't even argue with that. Um Thank you. Last week we played, uh, it was a game basically guessing it was the best, it was like a top 100 uh, best debut singles. And we went through the top 30 or 40, and Dan was just saying the artist, and then Notion and I were trying to guess the song. <laughs> and we're going to do that again, because I look forward to it. I don't like tests, which is Notion's big quote last week that everyone seemed to enjoy, was I don't like tests. And uh, you know, first half of it, like I, I would have got it right, but you just answered before I could say it. So that was like, it's like, do I wait or do I just jump in? Jump in, don't wait. Let, let Notion go first. I'll I, dare you. It's not a okay. I could do that. <laughs> do you want to go first? <laughs> I'll fucking dare you. No, it's all good. It's but not like, a competition. 
okay, it's just me and you waiting. versus the right answer. No, no, no it's me yeah, and I'm you not, versus the right answer. We're right, a team. Sweet. Think of it less like Jeopardy, more like Family Feud. Cunts on cunts. Ooh, yeah, me good. and you are about to tag team and run a train on these answers. On Danza. Mm-hmm. Shotgun anus. All right, Dan, let's mm. go. <laughs> All right, number 60. Uh, Mace and Kelly Price. They release a single together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, no, no answer, no answer. Uh, it's called Feel So Good. Oh! Mace's album, Harlem World. Harlem World, 1998. Uh, oh, I didn't wow. know it was featuring Kelly Price. Okay, sure. Yeah. Because he's uh, not really like uh, billed as a feature uh, on that He's not featured oh. on the title. Song. No, I'm yeah. pretty sure, but in- interesting. Maybe it's just facts people know. I'd never knew that. Okay, interesting. Um, so there's this. I, I don't know who these people are, but um, or who this person is, but Audio Two, Audio Two. Oh, um, Top Billing. There you go. You know there the song. Go. Um, you know it if you. I can't remember the lyrics, but you know it if you hear it. It's like super eighties shit. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, next one, Whack a Flack of Flame. <laughs> No, oh. this is you. This is all you, buddy. <laughs> is he? Does he have a song called like "Hard in the Pain" or something? I have no idea he what you're does. talking about. That, that's his like biggest song. Oh, okay. So, but I, that's I, not this. That's not the answer. There. Well, we're gonna have to pass on this one, mate. Uh, it's called "Oh, Let's Do It." I okay. don't know that song. I know how like a nice it. guy. I like him. Oh, here <laughs> he we does go. seem like a nice. Yeah, but his music's not for me. But he seems cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like, like uh, that little yachty. Have a, yeah. have a barbecue with there's, there's boys, a bunch of rappers like that. Hear their music yeah. want to hang out with them. there you go like uh, who else Moneybag Yo I saw a video of him he he's super, cool. super cool See? super okay. cool guy Fuck and he was man. like he, he walked past a random interview and he, the guy asked uh, like who's your favourite rapper right now and then he just mentioned himself and he was like oh yeah you should check out his music and shit and then he asked him what's your name he goes Moneybag Yo and like, he was just making a big joke of it he, he was super cool I love that good for him uh, here we go Tupac Brenda's got a baby? No. Um, it wouldn't be enough Tupacalypse now, probably. Mm, unless they're counting I Get Around. No, no, not I Get Around. He featured on... Nah, it wouldn't be that because it's his first single. What else was I've never heard this song before. I've never heard this song before. It must be off the What's first What's the first though? letter of the first word? <laughs> it is only one word and the first letter is T. I'd have to look at the... No, I don't want to cheat. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. It's a song called Trapped. Okay. Yeah, that was off Tupacalypse Now. Yeah, okay, cool. I haven't heard it for a long time. I don't know that song. Yeah, it's, you, it's, <coughs> it's very dated. You listen to... Yeah, you listen to that album. And you, it's 1991 or two, one, I think. It's you... Yeah, it'll sound pretty dated. green cover? No. No, that's... that's strictly for my... Uh, that album is the black and red. It's got like this weird mix of colors. I don't think it's actually green, but maybe mm-hmm. there is some green in it, and that's what you're remembering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here okay. we uh, Lil Wayne featuring BG and Juvenile. So this would be off the block is hot, and I don't know what the I didn't like that album. Um, <laughs> just when it started, it was just, so like old school. The beats were yeah. too. No. Mm. We got into Wayne on 500 Degrees, which is the next one. Um, yeah. Not too sure. What's that one? Hot Boys? Uh, is the song called Hot Boys? No. The song is called The Block Is Hot. Oh, well then. Well then. So I well then. almost kind of got it right. Oh, track, yeah. this, one's, 
Uh, here we go. Easy E. Was that um so solo? Easy does it? I think was the album. Is that a was that a single? That was the album. Oh, the Boys in the Hood. There you go. Yeah, Boys okay. Hood. That was yeah. obvious. Uh, I don't know these people or this person. Uh, EPMD. Yep. Erica Parrish, mm. Make It Dollars. Oh, okay. You're asking the uh, question. No, um, that would be the symphony. No. Um. 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 um well, the oh, it's the, the shit. No wait. Don't, the joint. Wait. The joint. Go that on. was that was from later. Um. Oh. That was my first thought too. To be honest, the uh, was it like strictly business or something like that? That um, was the album. Yes. I don't know. Song called "It's My Thing." I would never. Have ah. that. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Az. Uh, Sugar Hill. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, MOP. Hmm. Okay. First album MOP. Fuck. Whew. I was never really like a. I never bought an MOP album, so I'd never really like fucked with them that heavy. Let's take a guess. Like stick up, or like. No. Fire I, I can give you the name of the album. Yeah. The album is "To the Death." Oh fuck. I'm yeah. I'm at no. Song is called uh, "How About Some Hardcore." Oh, that's their first Ooh. single, huh? Okay, okay. Mm. yeah, I know that was right. Okay, okay. Next one, uh, cool G rap. Jeez, okay. <sighs> I always liked him, but I never bought his albums either, so I don't think I would be able to guess a first song. I don't know if you got anything for that one, Nosh. You're all right, bud. A song called "It's a Demo." Okay, that's. Very direct. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MC8. 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 Oh, um, I don't know who this guy is. So he was from... Okay, you know the song? Let me just tell Dan you know exactly. Maybe you sent me the DJ Quick thing, which I never had my dick sucked by a man before. That's who yes, I was yes, dissing. Yeah. Oh! So okay. he's from... Because he said E-A-H-T. Now, should I continue? Yeah, he left out the G because the G ain't in you, which is a good bar. He's from Compton's Most Wanted. Then he did went solo... But it was like I, I never, I just never got into it. I don't know the. Kendrick got it back on that, uh, on that one song on uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Hmm. Yes, he did. Oh, he was on that song. Mm. I think he's actually like dope. He just had beef with Quick in the nineties. So yeah, um, I'm not too sure, man. What's the what's the joint? Song called Straight Up Menace. Ah, mm. Okay, I've heard about that. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who this person is. I don't know half these people. Uh, the brat. The, the, you don't know wow. the brat. Wow. Okay. No. Um, Functified. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah so she was discovered at a Criss Cross concert in the early '90s. They brought her up on stage. Jermaine Dupri. Like, yep. And then she rapped, and Jermaine Dupri signed her. She did an album and an EP called Functified. And then her sister is, I want to say, um she's a famous like a host as well like a like like lala like type of chick from like radio or something i always forget her name um anyway she was uh atlanta chick no she just get she just gave birth at the age of 49 which is kind of wild and and which is even weirder she's like i think she's like gay too wow interesting Um, and like yeah. her pipe still works, fucking go. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous, but I guess you know she got some guap. Very so, dangerous. Uh, 
Her sister yeah, is Lisa that. Ray McCoy. Lisa Ray, there you go, there you go. Do you remember oh. the song? There was a song with Biggie. Um, the her and Biggie was huge. They played it. Uh, so, so, what's that song called? No, she another one. They used to play it in the clubs all the time. It's a uh, brat. The game with the style of my remain and you'll see as I release the clip to your hit and Brad Biggie Smalls or oh, the B side. That song was B-side. like massive. Oh, yeah. So that's maybe people know her from that as well. That was much bigger than her earlier shit. Anyway. Yeah. That's not slap. It got a little played out to be honest, but it's still a banger. And then they also always play the clean version when you play. Yeah, the dirty version is so much better. But it was when they mm. did, they re-recorded it back in the days for the clean version, which I appreciate. Okay, Fun is there any more? Shit. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Re-recording clean versions. Yeah. Uh, too short. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's a song called Bitch. I don't know. Good guess, good guess, good guess. Um, man, oh my, my man Simo would know this one. He'd fucking I should know. get Simo on the blower. Like, morning. oi, dickhead. Morning. Oi. It's fucking two shorts first song, mate. Like, oh yeah, it's fucking. He actually sent me overseas. I swear to God, mad love to fucking Simo. Okay, this cunt. When I moved to Canada, he gave me two shorts first album on CD. He's like, take this with you, bro. This is like a piece of me. Take it with me, pause. You know, fucking take it with you, pause, and fucking have a good time, mate. Fucking here you go. I'm play two shorts all them Canadian cunts. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they know who he is, mate. <laughs> He's like, no, no, just take, no, no, just take it and like bump it and, and it's fucking thick of me, mate. Fucking sweet ass. So I do have it. I could get it out the, at the cupboard, but like, there's a whole, um, you know, there's a whole thing. You know, it goes. but I do possess Two Shorts' first album in my vicinity on CD. Thanks to Simo. Shouts to Simo, yeah, man. Shouts so to then, Simo. the first single is "Bitch." Is it called "Bitch"? No, it is not called "Bitch." Fuck. Okay, good me. guess, but it is called Damn. "Freaky Tales." Uh, Freaky tales. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. Let's keep uh, it rolling. Black Moon. Uh, enter the stage. Was the album? No. So the uh, song. Yes, that was the album. Yes. Would it be Gotcha Open? No. Would it be? Fuck. I know the song names, dog. Oh, I'm having a blank. I'm having a blank. Cunt. I can't remember. Yeah. As soon as you say it, I'll be it's... like, God damn it. It is a song called Who Got the Props. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Idiot. Classic. I know, right? <laughs> Thomas Cut going. Telling y'all. Um, here we go. Meek Mill and Rick Ross. And Rick Ross. Sorry. It, was it off that? Uh, actually, I have no idea. I didn't follow Meek okay. Mill in the early days. Yeah. Uh, it's a song called Two Pack Buck. Two Pack Buck. Okay. 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 Oh, here we go. Migos. Versace? <laughs> yeah, Versace was their first single, which wow. I'm very surprised at. Yeah. They've been out but for young. I love doing mixtapes like, so long. Imagine that being your first single. That's like a yeah. massive song. That's pretty the big. Fuck? Good for them. Uh, Kid Cudi. Oh, Day, day and night. night. Yes, indeed. Hey, yes, look at this. Great gang, song. Gang, <laughs> things. Great song. Uh, the Roots. Would be... Got, got me. No, because that was off um, 1996, uh, 90, whatever, 98, Things Fall Apart. The first album was Organics in like 89 or 90. The second album was Do You Want More. So Organics, I don't remember the name, but that was when they used to do all the skibbity about all the fucking jazz stuff. 
Gat stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the song would have been off Organics. Well, this here is saying it's from the album Do You Want More. Do You More? Want More? Okay. Like... So then it was, um, if that's the case, wow, what was the fucking joint? Um, SA Woman, um... SA Woman, or whatever it's called. Like, it's like this weird word they made up. No. No? It What's is it? a song called Distortion to Static. Oh, fair enough. Okay. What the fuck? Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Boogie Down Productions. Criminal Minded? That's the album. So then the song would have been, um, was it the disc, like the, the bridge one or whatever? Bridge is over? No, that is not it. That is not it. Uh, what was the cop one? Sound of the Police? No, that was a KRS solo, wasn't it? That wasn't BDP. No. Oh, fuck, I don't know. A song called South Bronx. Oh, South Bronx. South, South Bronx. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. That's a good okay. first single, too. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Was it... Um, um, what's, the, what's the one, J. Cole, the one we do with the show? High Power. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. I still oh, think nice. it's his best song to date. I agree. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I think maybe oh. we've done this one last week. Lady of Rage. Oh, Afro Puffs. Yeah, we did that There you go. Week. Okay, that's yeah. enough for this week. That was, uh, I feel like that was more collaborative. Notice is how we're going to work moving forward. We're going to be collaborators on this, and we're going to get through this together. Now here. Mm-hmm. Out here. I guess it's going to get harder as is like, because they're less kind of like popular <clears throat> ones. Because like, obviously, the more, yeah, less known. I, the more older ones. I thought it would be, but I'm reading it now, and it's uh, pretty famous people. Like, oh. a lot of people that, yeah, it's way, like, way more famous than that list there. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, let's keep it going next week. Uh, we're at one thirty-three, so we're a bit over this week, guys. But uh, we did need to hear in depth about the Drake show. That was important. So um, good times, boys. Dan, where can everyone find you online? Fat dick. That's what we call it. H T F G X M I N G. Okay. Everywhere. Gang. What about you, guys? Oh, you, mate. You at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, at Notion MTB on youtube vegemite shoes uh at notion ntb on instagram as well illnotestudios.com uh get a dog up yeah fucking check out me fucking mountain bike shit see fizzy love it um cwe for on instagram threads and fucking twitter cwtmf on facebook and whatever um let's just quickly take the to the thing ready uh, guys, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Ding. So you know when the new video drops. Follow us everywhere at the Mover Fam. Also at Bad Habits Pod on Insta Grizzly. Uh, we're gonna we're a little late these last couple of weeks, but it's summer, so you're gonna have to allow us, fam. Yep. And uh, yep. you know we'll uh, we'll drop this ASAP. We'll see y'all next week. Get a dog up, yeah. Woofie. Wolf eye. Wolf cunt. Wolf cunt. Wolf cunt. Wolf cunt. Wolf cunt. Wolf cunt.